Hey everyone, welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. I'm your host, Allison Schaefer, diving into day five, the last day of violence in America. It is Wrap It Up Wednesday. I talked about a lot of different topics um, during this whole mini-series, but you guys, there's a plethora of information out there. Educate yourself and have your awareness factor in place, your respect hat on. We can pull this together. We can do this. We need to do a better job of helping end this violence. You can't just look at it with a narrow mind and think it's all about the guns. Let me share what I read today because I just about crapped. I was like, oh, okay. So here, Madison, Wisconsin, one young man was actually taking, um, I don't know if it was fishing line or cord, and stringing it across a bike path so that people, when they, um, people were biking and they drove right into that string or the cord, it either um, bruised them, hurt them, it disabled them so the dude could jump them and take things. All right, they're getting creative. Here's another one. Down in Pennsylvania, a 13-year-old with his buddies went and shot a 12-year-old at his house over a joke. Over a joke. Another one here in Madison, Wisconsin. A woman attacked an employee at an eye clinic over her prescription not being ready. Hello? <sighs> Anyways, um, there's also a stabbing in Texas. There was a stabbing in Pennsylvania. I'm going to keep reiterating this. We have to get down to why people are doing this. There's so much fear and divisiveness. Be part of the solution, people. We need to stop this. And you can be part of the solution. So we're going to tackle social media first. Because this one is just like, you know what? Um... Well, I just read something today that teenagers are on social media seven hours a day. Some people more, some people less. But boy, oh boy, does that have influence. I already talked about it in one of my previous episodes. As I was researching this, I, you know, I was reading about how much actually social media does have, you know, influences our adolescents and teenagers to violence. And there was a picture of a young boy who probably looked like five years old and he was flipping the bird. So it's like, hey, you know what? That's where they're getting it, people. We need to stop this. We have to stop this. So how are we going to avoid the violence that's happening on social media? I don't know what platform you're on, but there are things, four different things that you can do. And this comes from the University of Connecticut. They did a study, and it actually came out today. It was kind of cool. It was perfect timing because I'm like, huh. So um, these are approaches that you can take to end the social media violence. Let's go ahead and talk about avoidance. So that means... Once you see that post, that live stream, that video, um, if it's not violence, but it just kind of ticks you off because it doesn't line up with your beliefs, you need to avoid it, okay? Control and avoid. I know for some people that's really hard, but we, you got to work on this. We got to work on I wasn't always like 
calm, cool, collected. You can hear it in my voice. I was a reactor. I used to share it in my class. Man, somebody grabbed me in the wrong place and I jacked them and it was like, no, you don't do that to me. You don't touch me. And I kept punching him and punching him. I could have gotten in trouble, but the dude got in trouble too. It's it's a long story. So, but I should have called the police. Long story short. Um, de-escalation. Slow down the conflict as it happens. What are words that you can use to de-escalate that? For me, I kill with kindness. I had one former student that she just, I swear to God, she followed every little post I did and nitpicked and just went, okay, I want to get a reaction out of her. And finally, actually, some of my friends jumped in and said, it seems like you're trolling on Miss Schaefer or whatever. And it was like, whoa. And it had to do with the view and I, my my personal opinion about them and how they can be volatile and cause, you know, a negative reaction out of people. And this young girl kept going on and on. And it's like I killed with kindness. I just said that's just my opinion. And I shouldn't actually have brought it out. So that was my fault. So slow it down and just like go. don't even react sometimes. Um Reaching out for help. So this is an interesting one. Uh, so you reach out for help with peers, family, uh, teachers. The other thing is um, police officers. If it's something that's threatening you, screenshot stuff. I used to tell my students all the time, you know what? Document, document, document. If you're getting picked on or um, harassed, you document that stuff before it escalates to a point where you become violent, which you might not. But again, I talked about this yesterday. We don't know the tipping point. We, You know, I don't know my tipping point, but boy, oh boy, you mess with my family, that's going to be a tipping point. My son, my sisters, my family, my brother's family, you better watch out because that's that's just not cool at all. Um, I won't kill anybody, but I will have some words to say. Try to be professional about it. Um, bystander intervention. So this is the next one. I talked about reaching out for help. You reach out to them. Bystander intervention seems to be the most effective according to these kids at the University of Connecticut, because what you do, it's kind of an online interaction while the uh, altercation is going on. So if there's an interaction online, you see it occurring, you message the person or the friend who is in the midst of it offline and help them with strategies to kind of bring it down as well as strategies for future violent reactions, potential violent reactions. So that, my friends, are the four approaches. The other thing is um, more more regulation from big tech social media company, companies. I know sometimes, you know, people harp on free speech, free speech. Well, hell yeah, free speech is great. But when it's doing harm to people and it's hate, and when you blatantly say things and threaten people, that needs to be stopped. For instance, I believe, um, oh no, I don't, I'm not even going to bring that up because I don't know enough information. But if there's a threat, if there's something going on, um, social media has to have a little bit more regulation. I know there's some in place not too familiar, like with 
Twitter and um, what they were doing like years ago, not years ago, like last year, um, they were kind of checking out comments from political people and um, getting rid of them. I can't think of the word right now. Again, I'm 61. I'm losing it right in that. <laughs> Sorry. But um, social media companies need to pay attention to that. And then um, this I learned today, the internet banging is running rampant. And it, it's happening without consequences. So that lines up with what I was saying, like the social media companies need to hop in. So what's internet banging? Um, it involves taunts, disses, and arguments between people and rival crews, cliques, or gangs. And it can be displayed through comments and videos that lead to fights, shootings, and possibly death. Um, so the social media platforms, if that's coming up, man, they need to step in. I just know from, oh boy, like 13 or 14 years ago, um, and I understand this. Believe me, I'm not dissing my students. There's, you know, how you have rival teams and stuff. There was some shade being thrown between the two teams. And I'm going, dudes, you guys could get in a fight over this. So you have to be careful. You have to censor. That's what it was. I just remembered censoring tweets. Anyways, censor what you're doing. Help people. Look at that. Think about it. If what you're posting or displaying or sending and what your friend is or anybody else, would grandma and grandpa be okay with that? So I know that's kind of off topic, but it, it makes you think a little bit. So in my opinion, here's some things that I, I wrote down from my heart. We need to do a better job as um, a society. And we need to encourage and have honest, open conversations about how to handle conflict and how to build our self-control and self-regulation. And last but not least, teach everyone that differences in people and their opinions, choices, lifestyles are part of society. Differences in our cultural um, practices and our appearances, that's part of society, people. That is part of society. Now, if you have a hard time with it, that's okay. Keep it to yourself. You keep it to yourself. What I wrote in my little message here was emphasize the fact that we may not agree with those choices or lifestyles, choices of lifestyles or differences. Um, and it is within your power to agree to disagree without a violent reaction. And stop pushing your agenda. I will tell you this because I've had the yuckiest feelings when people are shoving it down my throat and saying, you should really believe like this. And I can't believe that means that you hate them, that you hate this. And it's like, no, it doesn't. Get that out of your head. Whoever believes that way and we should teach people that's not how it rolls. We have different opinions. When you push it down someone's throat and you attack them, this will cause way more friction and it can lead to violence. And even during a peaceful protest, there can be violence because people are shoving it down each other's throats. Sorry. Oh my God, I got so passionate. Oh, okay. I'm going to end with this. 
it's actually just kind of a statement that I ran across. And sorry, I got a little rambunctious there and I'm going long, but this is super important because I want this crisis to end. How, this is the statement, how we become so open with a negative twist, negative twist of sharing and pushing to the point of altercation our personal, social, political beliefs without regards to its potential impact on the feelings and emotions of others. And don't you dare go saying, well, I don't care about that. Yeah, you do, because you don't know the tipping point. You don't know what's going to happen. Be respectful. And I know people go, well, I don't care about their opinion. Stay within your lane of respect. Stay in that lane of respect. And where is our empathy? Why do we judge the actions of a few and project those thoughts on the many? And I already said this in my previous episode. Why are we stereotyping an entire group of people based on the actions of a few? I feel like we're doing that too much. People, it is up to you. I have faith in you. I have faith in humankind. I know we can work together. People need to start switching gears in their brains. I do too. Switch gears. You got to look at the world, man. You got one life, one time through. Are you going to live it attacking people just because they don't agree with what you say? Tone it down. We got a crisis of violence going on. We got knee-jerk reaction all over this country. It needs to end. Again, be part of the solution. And you can and you will make a difference. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for hopping on and listening today. And if this is the first time, go ahead and hit follow so you'll get a notification when the next episode comes out. Remember, keep on learning. Keep on educating yourself. Learning truly is the essence of life. Know what you're talking about. I've been caught in that freaking rat's nest of not knowing what I'm talking about. Again, I'm a little bit older. Well, I know there's older people possibly listening. Experience, life experience. I'm trying to teach you from life experience. You don't want to go down that path. Know what you're talking about. We want to alleviate any crisis, any altercation, any interaction, and kick in that respect mode. The other thing is take care of yourself. Please take care of yourself. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace out.